Okay, here's a tough spot. If you knew that your parent was being cheated on and not by your biological parent, I guess even that would be tough too, maybe even harder. But if you knew your parent was being cheated on, would you actually tell your parent this was happening? Or do you feel like it's really none of your business, like as the kid, to say something? She's caught in this weird predicament right now. She's not sure if she should address her mother on or not. She'll explain everything in today's Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yeah, it's the 13th of June. Uh, This is our daily podcast. It's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Can we really be honest about how we feel about having people uh, come visit us <laughs> and like the the way that should should be handled? Uh, I had some friends from California here visiting for the weekend for um, my birthday. And I listen, I love the idea of people coming to visit me. But I think my mom, my, 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 literally my mom is the only person that comes to visit me that I don't stress out about immensely. Mm-hmm. When you come, because like with you, oh, a bird just literally flew right in my window. That's so crazy. Um, with with you, like you just literally, my mom just sits on the porch for like eight hours a day and like <laughs> it's completely fine, right? <laughs> but I feel like when other people come to visit you, like you have to like plan well, yeah. st- stuff to do constantly, you know? Yeah. Like I love, listen, I love going on trips to people because when you go on trips, it's like equal, um, obligation for uh-huh. the time to go well, we right? You have to be the social director. Right. Yeah. I get so stressed about mm. people coming and staying at my house. Even my, my brother was here a few weeks ago, you know, and like mm-hmm. I get panicky because I'm like, what are we going to do? Like I literally <laughs> get this, this, like, this bout of anxiety about like, what are we actually physically going to do to like fill this time up? You know, mm-hmm. like I, I stress about it. I've been stressed about this trip for weeks. I've been stressing about my brother, you know, coming for weeks. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel good. Now, if people come and they stay in a hotel, I feel like that's different. Right. But if people come and they stay at my house, yeah, I just get very anxious about the whole thing well, because I'm just always afraid of what's how I'm going to fill the time with them with them here. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have a conversation with them when they get there about what they want to do and what they no want one ever knows what they want to do is but no one ever no one's ever like I want to like no one ever has a plan no one ever has a plan oh, they always <laughs> say whatever you want to do I think maybe if you're listening in in San Diego it's a little bit different because like San Diego is like you can go do anything and there's like a million oh, things yeah. to go do yeah if you live in like Baltimore even in Phoenix I had a hard time with it because. Mm-hmm. There just weren't like a million, especially like Phoenix in the summer and, and Maryland in the winter are kind of the same problems, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's not winter or summer. I understand, right? Well, Phoenix is summer right now, but it's like, it's either going to be a million degrees outside, mm-hmm. which what's the temperature in Phoenix? Let me see. What's the, what's the temperature in Phoenix right now? Well, it's only 90. It's only 90 right now, a day of recording. That's not too bad. That's mm-hmm. still beautiful. Um. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I never knew what to do with people. Um, especially people that have visit, visited multiple times. You're just kind of like, okay. Cause I think everybody's city, you have like the things that you can go do, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, like when I went to Nashville, for example, I'm sure that Dan knows the, the regimen. That's my, my friend I went to go visit in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's got like the the menu items of what you can do. Mm-hmm. Like in Baltimore, I'm like, oh, I can. We can go to the aquarium, uh, <laughs> or we can go to, <laughs> to the a movie. Fort McHenry. Nobody <laughs> wants to go to a movie when you go and visit somebody. <laughs> I wish. I wish it was that easy. We sit in silence for three hours. I wish it was that easy. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just finally able to like let a, out a sigh of relief now that it's over because it's just so stressful to me. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, it's, and I feel weird saying that because I, I, it's like, it's so nice to have people come visit, but like, does anybody else mm-hmm. just get wildly stressed out about what to do with people when they're actually at your house? Well, I'm sure, and you want them to enjoy themselves and have a good time. I mean, you know, when people come here to visit, you know, they usually don't stay more than one night or whatever, but we typically have an agenda like go to the moonshine distillery. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not a whole lot to do. <laughs> Not a whole lot of good restaurants. I mean, so when they come here, they know that if they don't want to enjoy the lake, mm, that's you know? true. You also right. So you live like in a, like you actually have a, a, a thing going on where you right. live. That's instant built-in entertainment, right? Correct. Uh huh. But if you don't, then it's yeah. like, man, I don't know. Like I'm even trying to think about with Nashville because we did. I would say kind of ran out of things to do after we did the things, you know? Uh, so uh, literally I, I'm just trying to think like we just, we just sat around and like played video games, I guess, mm-hmm. which was fine. But dance like a brother. Yeah. A little bit different, but yeah, I don't know. Do I, I was stressed that you were there. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think this, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if, if normal people. Oh, I think everyone gets, Oh, not everyone, but most people, Get stressed when they have visitors. Okay, I want to make sure that's that's the key, and yeah, like not I mean, not like I mean, it's just like what to do with people for so long. I mean, that's I know the, I do, and, and I know my friends do. Yeah, it's just different. I mean, somebody has come to your home, and you're kind of responsible for seeing that they have a good time, right? Like, wow, it's a lot of stress. Okay, I want yeah. to make sure that's a normal. Well, yeah, I feel like you don't normal. stress it when I come to your house, do you? Well, no, you're my son. Yeah. That's the same thing like when I come to yours. Yeah. I'm your mom. Family's okay, I guess. That's we we, we not, said the family's okay, with, but outside I'm not of family. With any agenda other than to be with you. Well, here's what I just thought about too, because before we could just go out and drink. And that was always yeah. like an easy go to thing to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just thought about that. Cause I'm like, why does it seem like it's getting harder as I go? Yeah. I think one, I had a partner before and so mm-hmm. had somebody else to kind of like delegate the attention. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like mm-hmm. me just having to put on like a one man show. Right. Um, and then I think that, yeah, if we can go out and drink, I, should, I just need to start. I just need to go get married and drink again. <laughs> I think my life would be so much easier. <laughs> You've been there, done that. I think, How well, I don't out for you. Well, I know if I get married, I'm definitely going to start drinking again. Um, <laughs> oh, I think it's too hurt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know too many. <laughs> I was. I always laugh about this. I, I find. I find people that are uh, parents that are sober, like the most uh, um, resilient human beings on the face of the planet. Uh-huh. Because I can't imagine it. You know. Uh-huh. But maybe it's married. I don't know. And 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 challenge me on this. Does anybody know a married sober parent? <laughs> I don't know one. I've got some sober friends, but not one of them, or at least not a parents, at least. When you say sober, you mean one that never drinks. Never drinks. Uh-huh. Or does any type of other, no weed, 
know nothing. <laughs> I don't know when and, and challenge me on this. If you know mm-hmm. one person, I want to know this person is and what their life's about. And unless it's, it, it could be, listen, maybe somebody that like went through recovery and like, that's obviously one thing, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like, if someone actively chooses and didn't have a, didn't have a problem, but actively chooses so not to drink uh-huh. or do substance uh-huh. um, and they're a parent and they're married, uh-huh. I think the only reason I can be sober is because I'm not either of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like those two and are going to go together. Crutch. <laughs> I will be in a relationship, and then all of a sudden, I will be, I'll be, I'll be like wilding out again. Y'all be seeing me like, <laughs> oh, you start, I thought you stopped drinking. Like I did till I got in a relationship. <laughs> now the only way I can do this is if I stay, if I, if I keep drinking. Uh, <laughs> I want to uh, change the show and take a very what, weird what left am turn I here. Do with your forty-year-old self. Um, a weird left turn. Uh, I want to talk about grieving for a second. Uh, we talk about it periodically on the show and I find it so interesting. Do you find, do you not find grieving so weird? Just how it even works in our brain, how things seamlessly seem to be okay. And then all of a sudden they're not again. And like, there's no like Mm -hmm. rhyme or reason. I mean, obviously there's some triggers sometimes like sometimes like, for example, I, uh, last week we talked about, you know, or I guess it was maybe on yesterday's show. We talked about the Kiki sweater that Jess gave me or sweatshirt that that Jess gave me for my birthday. And Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I've been doing really well with Kiki's passing in the last <laughs> month or so. And then all of a sudden, like, I get that and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. you know, like all over again. Um, yeah. But you're you're listening to the, the Prince Harry book right now. And you just brought up mm-hmm. something really peculiar about like the ways your brain almost like trick you in grief. Mm-hmm. And I thought we'd bring this up because I think this could be a really good real life example, because I think that we need if, if I can do, you know, again. Mm-hmm. If nothing else comes to certify mama's boy, I don't, I, I, at this point, I don't see this as a retirement plan anymore. That was the the original hope. But, uh, <laughs> now, now I see this as, Hey, listen, if I can make the world, you know, if we're making someone's day 1% brighter or better, or make feel someone feel more understood or not so alone, mm-hmm. then, uh, maybe it's all worth it. Maybe it's worth mm-hmm. all the time we spend on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So when I get opportunities like this, I like to just be like, Hey, listen, I know grieving so weird. It's just so bizarre how like, and we don't talk about it enough, right? Like right. Uh-huh. I didn't really talk publicly about me, you know, crying all the way home from, mm-hmm. from work the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I talk about it here because I just, I don't want it to seem everything to seem so weird and scary. Like it, it can, it can be sometime. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what did, what you were listening to Prince Harry's book and what did you learn about him? Well, you know, I'm so struck. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on about chapter 34, I think. and Of how many chapters of the damn book? I don't know how long it is. Yeah, so I'm doing a book on tape, so yeah. I think the, probably the chapters are different. But um, I'm to the point in his life where he's getting ready to graduate from high school and go into the Army. But you know, what I'm so struck with all the time with him is about the how grief stricken he is for his mother. And I mean, even now, you know, in this lawsuit with, you know, the the paparazzi, if you will, you know, uh, what is it? The Daily Mirror? Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, you know, they, I mean, he accuses, I mean, he, in his mind, the paparazzi killed his mom. Right. And, you know, when I was listening to his story talking about that and it's such a touching book to me but he said that for the first four years after she died 
he would not admit to himself that she had really died, that it was made up and that she had escaped to another country and another life, and that any day she would get in touch with him and Willie, as he calls his brother, and let them know where she was and they could be reunited. Now, that just breaks my heart. And of course, you know, in that family, they never talk about anything related to emotion. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, they don't touch each other. They don't hug. They don't have conversations about anything um, that's vulnerable in any way, shape, or form. And um, I'm just, oh, I don't know. I'm just so struck by that. I can't imagine, you know, my own mother dying when I was 17. Of course, I think he was, what, eight or nine? He was young. You know, I can't imagine not being able to accept that. I mean, how would you move on? Um, and well, I just I mean, wonder if he has moved on, even now. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, and I guess as a kid, it, it makes more sense. But do you remember even, and it's been so long since your mom passed away, but do you remember the weird stages of grieving you go through? Because I think it is such a weird process. The whole thing is so bizarre to me of how we just, oh, yeah. just we've just I mean, accepted it as normal, but like we don't really talk about it, I guess. you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, m- my big thing was, denial in that not that she had died but that we were all okay you know we all pretended meaning my dad my brother and i oh that you weren't upset about it right that Mm. we were okay because you know my dad did not want us to be upset he did not want us to cry he did not feel those emotions sad you know and so i know now that you know he hid his own pain um, and so, so that he could create a somewhat normal life for us. He had a 12 and a 17 year old, um, right. you know, on his own. And my mother had definitely been the caretaker. Sure. Um, so yeah. And I, you know, I've talked about how un- until the age of 33, I never grieved her loss. Right. Um, and got in touch it's just with crazy, the, you know, the, it's just the pain of that kind of insane that it takes that long. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. if you're going through the grieving process, just a, a few things. I just, I want to like really truly like normalize grief and normalize mm-hmm. these weird like stages that we go through of grief because I don't mm-hmm. think we do a good job. And then we feel weird because of them, if you will, you right. know, like it's like, should I be crying on the way home after my dog died three months ago? I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but Apparently, uh, the answer is possibly yes, you know. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Father's Day really quick. And though I want to remind you that uh, Father's Day is coming up, which honestly, I will I will argue, I'm going to back it up with the fact this morning, the heart of this, not this morning, today, whatever it is, this being the radio show, um, <laughs> the hardest person to buy for is your father. Can, can know, everyone yeah. universally agree to that? <laughs> yeah. There's nobody harder to buy for than your own dad. And I don't know why that is. My mom, I can buy for. My sister, buy for. My brother, well, he's pretty challenging. <laughs> he <laughs> may be harder guys. than my dad, actually. Guys are harder. Guys are harder than, than, yeah. than girls. They just yeah. are. Mm-hmm. As I'm seeing. I didn't tell you this story, but my brother, um, yeah, it's funny. We talked about a lot about my 40th birthday. And my brother, this will not shock you. In case you're new to our podcast, my brother is like on a whole different spiritual side than most of us, right? And so for, I don't even know how he convinced my sister to be a part of this, but they sent me this giant, it's not giant, but it's big. Um, 
I forget the guy, the, the Hindu elephant with four arms. You know what I'm talking about, the spiritual elephant. I know mm-hmm. like you've seen a picture of him Hanuman. somewhere. It's not Hanuman. No, I forget his name though. No, that's, um, no, that's, mm, but this yeah. thing is made out of, of literal steel, I think. I don't know, it's something heavy as hell. It's mm-hmm. the thing, the thing has to weigh 500 pounds. And this was, um, <laughs> the first thing I thought, this is, this is, this shows you my, shows you my lifetime uh, or my lifestyle is the first thing I thought when I got this, which is really cool. It's beautiful. It's very spiritual. I love it. My house is filled with like Buddha heads and stuff like that. So I love all this stuff. Um, but the first thing I thought was this thing is going to be such a pain in the ass to move. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was like when my ex-wife gave me, our ex-wife's mother gave my ex-mother-in-law gave me that damn ice bucket. Right. <laughs> So this is really nice, but like a terrible thing to move around the country. So anyway, new survey out today that says that 38% of adults uh, who shop for gifts say that dad is the most challenging person to buy for. And mm-hmm. that is because 44% of people say when they ask their father what they like, he always says the same thing, which is what, mom? I have everything I need. Very, very close. I don't need anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That we now have statistical facts that yes, if you figure, if you think Father's Day is super hard to shop for, it's because it is. Mm -hmm. And it's because your dad is literally going to tell you, I don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still though, 83% of dad's polls said that they're genuinely happy with their Father's Day presents. So what I'm, I guess I'm bringing this up for a reason, which is like, if you're starting to like get a little panicked about like, what should I do for dad? Mm -hmm. Four out of five times, he's going to be happy no matter what you do. So Mm -hmm. just don't, don't put too much stress in it because he already Mm -hmm. has everything he needs. We don't need any more crap around Mm -hmm. this house. What are you doing? Don't go spend your hard earned money on that. You know, I can already, I can hear every dad universally (laughs) saying this, you know, these things. Uh, Let's, let's get to our, uh, our quote for today, mom. Okay. I just lost it. Okay. All right. We got time. We got about 20 more minutes. (laughs) Thich Nhat Hanh, (laughs) letting go gives us freedom. And freedom is the only condition for happiness. Mm. I'm kind of struck by that quote today because I'm reading a book from my Goodwill friend called um, a year by. We need need to get a Goodwill friend update uh, tomorrow on the show. I want to know what's happening with that. Nothing has happened. Oh, this is the no. same. Wait, so you haven't seen her since you went to the parking lot? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Or no, you haven't talked to her? her? No communication? Oh. No, because she went to the beach, remember? Trouble in paradise. <laughs> when is she back? I don't know. Wow. What kind of shady friendship is this? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of person I mean, you've only known for, for an hour is this? I mean, yes. We have seen each other twice now. And now no communication. What, what do you in mean? the world? What do you mean you don't know when she gets back from the beach? <laughs> what do you mean this woman's a complete stranger to you? Okay, sorry. But the book that she gave me that she loved, that she bought at Goodwill the day we met, is called A Year by the Sea, and it's by a woman named Joan Anderson. And it's talking about, she's in her mid-50s, and it's about her really finding her true self, you know, not as a wife and yeah. not as just an author and not as a mom, but who she really is. Um, and she talks about how she has to let go of so many things. And, and what I really thought of, oh, I thought of several things about myself in there, but when we're talking about letting go gives us freedom, you know, for me, I was always so busy, as she writes about as well, orchestrating events mm-hmm. like the birthdays, Easter, wow, Christmas, a million of them, yeah, all of those that I was really kind of like a director 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but sure, was I, everything else. But was I really present in that? Mm-hmm. Or was I just there ensuring that everyone else mm-hmm. was having a good time? Yeah. You know, I have to really so, think about that because a lot of us as women do that. So what are you trying to say? You think that you had to let go of, of being that role? Yes. To figure out who you truly are? Yes. Yeah. To, let, to let go of trying to orchestrate the perfect Christmas, which you know we bombed last year, <laughs> to try to let go. <laughs> yeah. You clearly you clearly let go of that last year. So <laughs> yeah. See what happens when you Good totally job. let go and you give people free reign? Yep. The whole damn thing blows up. It sure does. Um, anyway, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's a stretch. And I, you know, I've, I've been doing this now for a while. I've been aware of this in myself and, you know, letting go of a lot of things that, that I've done in my past. Sure, it's life. hard. It's hard. We, I mean, we, all, all this, all this world wants to do is put these labels on you. And roles. And we all yeah. play roles. Right. right? And, and we have roles in our families. That's so, but it's so confining. Let me, let me give you a good example too of, of something that's happening with me right now is I was uh, talking to a, a radio colleague today and mm-hmm. I had just, I responded to something he had put on his Insta story and he's like, how are you? And I'm like, well, you know, um, because <laughs> uh, our only real connection obviously is radio. It's all we know. And so we just, I was kind of joking about the, the mm-hmm. state of the current state of radio. And, you know, he, he just said, you know, I, I re-signed my contract in December because I, I don't know what else I would do in my life. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people get stuck like this. I think that exactly. there's probably a lot of people that are, I mean, hell, I, I wonder the same thing. What would I be yes. without radio? I don't know. I'm not sure. Cause I, I have a label. Right. This is what I do. And you uh, have and expectations. Sure. You that know? you put on yourself and that others put on you and you yeah. have responsibilities. Yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, 100%. Yeah. So we all are kind of, um, you know, we're all playing these little drama parts. Right. But who are we? Yeah. I mean, are we really truly ourselves? Right. Just like poor, you know, Prince Harry wanting to hug his grandma. You know, right. he knew he couldn't do that because of the role he had to play. Yeah. Um, well, so, think anyway. think about that too, the labels you put in yourself and how that kind of keeps you refined, not refined, confined, confined. Uh, uh-huh. to who you, to the life you have. Mm-hmm. And it's stressful because it is stressful. It is. It's you know, stressful. how do good moms act? How do, how do good mm-hmm. daughters act? How do good sons act? How do, right. you know, it's, how do, how do radio DJs act? You know, right. what are they, well, they have to move around the country because that's what they are, right? Yeah. We got to got to move around and look for jobs because that's what they do, and they mm-hmm. got to put a smile on. Always them. trying to get the next best thing. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Paired. Paired's great for anyone that's in a relationship. Um, I'll leave my jokes to the side, but you can go back to the beginning of the podcast, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, some fun things you can do with your partner. Uh, listen, I, I don't listen. I'm not. I'm really not anti-relationship. There's nothing I want more in this world than to be able to be in a relationship and be happy and be fulfilled in one. And I think y'all know that. That's mm-hmm. that's my honest truth. I think I think, mm-hmm. I think I make fun of it because I'm insecure with it, mm-hmm. and that I am uh, I'm scared of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, for those that aren't, the paired <laughs> app is here. 
<laughs> pair, pair is great because you you can. Uh, but I can. I think we can all relate to this. If you've ever been in any kind of relationship, it kind of gets hard after time to like stay connected. Um, you know, the, the honeymoon phase starts to wear off eventually, and then, like, how do you guys stay connected on a day to day basis? That's not just sitting there watching Netflix at night. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the Paired app steps in. So you and your partner both download Paired, and then you pair them together. That's two apps together, and then every day Paired sends you questions and and quizzes and games to have fun and stay connected and deepen your conversations. Things like you wouldn't think to ask. I guarantee you, you've never walked up to your partner and said, what's one new activity that we could try together this month? Like, right. But like, if you're proactively working with this app and using this app, it's things like this. It's games. It's quizzes. Like, just try it for seven days and see how it affects your relationship. And I think, because those that have tried it and let me know about it, like you've thoroughly enjoyed it. And always, seriously, always send me your feedback because if some of these products aren't really clicking with y'all, let me know and we can move on. But um I've had a lot of people say that they had more fun using pair than they thought they were going to. So mm-hmm. whether you've been on just a few dates or you've been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner using paired head to P a I R E D.com slash Kramer. It's paired.com slash Kramer to get a seven day free trial and 25% off. If you sign up for a subscription, it's paired.com slash Kramer to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using paired a happier relationship starts here. Also, uh, today on the podcast is AG1, which is a daily powder that you take. Athletic Greens is what the AG stands for. Uh, I started taking this on the daily when, when eight months ago, nine months ago. How long? Yeah, Last summer? Like that. Yeah. I don't know. Time flies. Who knows? It's literally mid-June. Mm-hmm. Like, what? When did that happen? Mm-hmm. been a while now. It's been, been maybe, God, maybe close to a year now. Um, you know, I, I told you, hey, it, was, it was this time last year I was having issues with my stomach. And uh, so I started taking AG1, and uh, those have all gone away uh, because of it. So it's not just that, though. It's great for your gut health and your nervous system and your immune system and your energy and your recovery, your focus and your aging. Uh, all you do is take a scoop of powder every day. You mix it with some water and you drink it. Like, it could not be any easier. And it's got 75 high-quality uh, vitamins and minerals and whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day out right. So if you would like to support us, you can go to um, – uh, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. When you do that, you're also going to get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You know, we're talking before the break about letting go and just like not letting things control you. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be disappointed about certified fans. Cause it's mm. honestly eating me alive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, I mean, I don't let's know roll what the dice. we can do about it and see if we still have a show in July. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so mm. certified fans for those that are, people all over the country, they're supporting us. Thank you so much. These are people that uh, spend $6 a month and it's, you know, literally goes, every dollar goes into production of this podcast and so thankful for anyone that takes time to, you know, uh, to be a part of our, you know, the, the contribution, the backbone, the, the financial source. Mm-hmm. We don't, uh, we, well, for number one, we don't have the um, luxury of being a Joe Rogan, if you will, mm-hmm. um, who can just, you know, do those last two commercials and live in a mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, we, <laughs> we're a small but a loyal and lovely group. And mm-hmm. uh, so because of that, we turn to you and say, hey, listen, do you mind chipping in six bucks a month and we'll give you some perks on the back end and 
uh, yeah, so you want to learn how to kind of get more out of Certified Mama's Boy and how to support, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. One of those things you get is a show dedication. And uh, when we don't have anybody new, we go back and we spin our wheel of Certified Family. Where did the wheel go? We stopped. Oh, well, that was disappointing. We spin the wheel again. Um <laughs> We uh, oh, we, no, we dedicate the show. The wheel is broken. Uh-oh. Now the wheel's not anymore. We can't afford to fix it. Now we're in trouble. <laughs> Repairs are ridiculous on these things. Four four three is our certified fan of the day. Um, okay. So today we want to dedicate today's show to Amy S. Amy S. How oh, are you, Amy? Amy? Amy lives in Cleveland, Georgia. Amy, Great I'm assuming Georgia you came Carol. over to us from the Upside Podcast, mm-hmm. which means a lot. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. I'll have you know, uh, I have of Georgia roots. <laughs> I was very, um, I've spent 18 years there. And I actually worked for a couple of different radio stations in Atlanta. Just so you know, I worked for Q100 and which is now Q997. And I also worked for uh, 96 Rock. Did I work for anybody else? No, I, I tried to work for Star 94, but they actually rejected my application or my interview. <laughs> I went for an interview. And I think what, ruined that one for me is because I wore a three-piece suit. That's my very first radio. (laughs) Now that I understand radio, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was terrible idea. Oh, no. I was like, man, I'm walking into Hollywood, baby. Like, I got (laughs) to show them that I'm ready for business. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I walked in. and how grown up I am. I literally, yeah, because I was in in college, right? And uh, (laughs) I was just trying to get a summer internship or job. I can't remember. And I walked in with like a three-piece suit. And I'm sure they were literally like, get the hell out of here. (laughs) So anyway, it didn't work there. But um, I got a lot of roots in Atlanta. So anytime we get people from Atlanta to join, especially because a lot of y'all didn't like grow up with me. And a lot of you guys spent a lot of time with Jeff and – the fact that you trust him to come over, then you want to see our show grow. It means a lot, Amy. So thank you so much. The show is dedicated to Amy S. And for you, uh, we get we give you a whoop whoop and some love for Amy S. Mom. Whoop whoop to Amy S. Love Georgia girls. Thank yes. you so much. Okay, we will now. You can join us and you can help by texting the word fans F A N S to 888-Kramer8 or go in the show notes of this podcast. And we'd love to get three people this month, but mm-hmm. we're you know running low on time. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, can we get to ask my mom now? This is an advice segment we do Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I hope that, you know, honestly, going back to fans, I, I hope that like you realize when you do contribute to the show, what you're going to do is you're going to contribute to this kind of content, right? So us being able to like talk about life and grieving and talk about you know people's problems and how to solve them and bring on therapists and laugh about life a little bit too and you know to play old radio clips to hopefully make you laugh and i just i hope you realize what you're giving your money to every single month uh so thank you for those that do donate anyway ask my mom an advice segment tuesday thursday and uh we ask that if you ever have a dilemma and you want it talked out on the podcast by a real life mom uh for 43 years now you just go to certifiedmamasboy.com and uh, just contact us at the right-hand side. You'll see the button that says that. Click on that. Send us your dilemma. My mom will give you her advice, and then we as your podcast family hop in as well. So, Mom, what do we have today? A bit of background. I am best friends with my mom, a certified mama's girl, if you will. Her and my father divorced when I was about six due to him being unfaithful, and she has been with her boyfriend since I was eight years old. He's like a father to me. Over the last few years, him and I have grown apart 
as I am always the one reaching out, and he has a bit of a drinking problem. I recently found out from a third party that he may be cheating on her. I think she may know this. I think she's confronted him, and I think she's convinced herself he isn't, or she's decided to ignore it. I think she'd be so much happier if she left him and moved closer to me. I'm just not sure if it's my place to say anything or let her know that I know. I just want the best for her, but I know she doesn't want to burden me by talking about her own issues. This is weighing heavy on my heart. Do I bring this up? How do I support her through this? Any and all advice is appreciated. Love you forever. Thank you for that. Um, wow, I don't know. That is a really, that is a really tough spot right there. I, you know, you don't say how old you are, but I'm assuming that you're an adult. <laughs> you're writing this. I'm assuming you're not uh, in elementary school. No. Um. Oh gosh, you know, I think that I would have to have a talk with my mom. You would say something? I think so. Mm -hmm. And let her know how much I care about her and let her know that you support her in doing what she needs to do for her, that you're not trying to tell her what to do because you really can't tell her what to do. She has her life to live just like you do. Um, and she has to make her own decision, but I think if it's really weighing on you, I would, I would have a conversation with her rather than just ignoring it or sweeping it under, under the rug when, you know, the three of you are together. Um, mm, tough. Yeah. I mean, I think it's always hard to have to like parent your parent, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like obviously if this was your daughter or son, say your daughter, in a similar situation, you you know exactly to like step in and like right. help them through this, right? I think it was your parents get older. It's kind of weird because you have to like kind of step in and kind of be the parent in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I struggle. I think we all, anybody at my age, struggles with this same topic because we. I don't have the perspective. I mean, I guess I, I guess I do. I, I would never want to be unhappy again, but like in an unhappy relationship and like, but some people like just want mom, can you agree to this at your age that like some people just want to keep their head in the sand because it's just kind of easier to continue with the life that you people. I know lots of those people. Yeah. So is it better just let them live there then? Are they choosing to, you know what I mean? Some people don't want to shake their lives up and like, they're okay. Even if they're being cheated on, they're like, well, you know, I'm 60, 70, 80 years old. That's why I'm saying it's her life and she'll make the decision of how to live. But at least the two of you can talk about it and she'll know that you know and that you support her and whatever decision she makes. That's that's what needs to happen. You don't need to tell her to leave him or tell her what to do about it. You just need to let her know that you're there for her and that, you know, you're sorry this is happening and that it's painful to you and you you know it must be painful to her as well. How do you think you would take it if I came to you and I was like, hey, mom, like I think dad, you know, put fictitious dad in here mm-hmm. um, is is cheating on you. Like, what? how would you think you would take that? You know, I think I would have to look at it. 
and and find out why and who and how do you know and you know if it's a friend would, would any part of you be because i just i'm afraid that mom might get upset you know what i mean and say it's none of your business leave me alone yeah and speak to me again yeah i mean i guess that could happen but mm, she says she's a certified mama's girl yeah so it sounds like they're really genuinely close right um and you know it's she's been divorced before right um to a man with you know an alcohol problem and right so i think they're probably they probably are very close is my sense what anybody been in this situation before if you want to uh call us or text us 888 Kramer 8. We can put it on the certified fans page. We always love and you can call and or you know, whatever. Just give your advice some way, somehow, because that's one of the joys of our podcast. It's kind of a little bit different than I'm I'm no expert at relationships, neither is my mom, but mm-hmm. we're just trying to talk it through and mm-hmm. get some real life examples on, you know, what to do here. So 888 Kramer 8. That's gonna do it for you today, Mom. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I will use this opportunity here at the end of the show to remind you that um, if you would like to support our show, <laughs> things are a little dire in the certified mama's board world right now. I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I question if it's the universe just being like, okay, we've had our, you know, our almost 800 episodes and time to say goodbye. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on with Certified Mama's Boy right now, Um, but I'm just getting very, I'm getting a lack of support and it's tough. It's tough. I'm not, I'm not a business person, y'all. So like all this I struggle with, but um, I'm just a guy that wants to put on a podcast with his mother. So listen, if you do want to support, we'd love your support. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S. 888-Kramer8 and uh, we'll do this again for sure though for sure tomorrow okay love you hey Kramer it's Eileen I am so glad that you clarified what was going on with Maggie Um, I think mom and Nancy mentioned a few times or maybe once something about Knoxville and I thought maybe they were moving because her husband might have gotten a job up there but uh, glad you were able to talk about it and that things have cleared up for you guys and Maggie if you're listening uh, good luck to you guys I think that's that's great I don't know too much about Tennessee but the fact that it's only three hours away should make everybody feel a little bit better Um, my kids and grandkids are eight hours away seven to eight hours so but Knoxville you can definitely do on a weekend or a day or two so uh, things will be great and good luck to y'all um, also, about whether you treat uh, your kids differently, boys and girls. Um, I have two girls and a boy, but I don't worry about my girls. 
Um, they're both married and, and doing well, and they're the ones that have my grandkids. I worry about my 27-year-old son. Um, he's seven and ten years younger than the girls, but um, I worry about him. I pray about him. I, yeah, he just does. He has a girlfriend, but I don't. I just don't think he's quite there as far as uh, having direction and motivation. And so I just pray for him. But but I definitely in my family, I worry more about my son than I do the girls. Pretty much always have, to be quite honest. Um, never really worried about the girls too much, but. Anyway, y'all have a great day. Enjoyed the show so far today. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.